to go and eat. A sports entertainment podcast. My man Justin has made it in the house. Yay! And we are going to attempt to go through Raw, SmackDown, the draft. This will not be an episode specific pod. It will be more of a round the world type deal because a lot happened in the last week. Oui. Um I want to start with the obvious because we're talking about the draft. And if you look at the SmackDown roster, to me, you will not be blown away by who is there for Roman to face. Mm-mm. And I want to tell you right now why that is. And I haven't heard anybody say it, so I want to say it right now. Come out with it. Tell Predict me. it. You ready? Yeah, I want to hear this. The reason there is no – you got Drew on the horizon. You got <laughs> Co- you got Kofi on the horizon. Yes, neither one of them so has that belt. Then you have to rebuild a little bit to get one of these other guys up there. Mm-hmm. Walter will be coming to SmackDown at some point. You think so? I think Walter. I think I think they have left a huge gap in there for Walter to walk in that door. I think Imperium loses to NXT in their little feud. Uh-huh. And about that, you mean? <laughs> yes. Well, well, no, I, I, actually, I think you had it right the first time. Right. Oh. <laughs> right, but if I think they lose to that, I think about that time Drew loses out mm-hmm. in his little feud, and then Kofi will probably get into it with him and lose out, and then mm-hmm. you go straight into Walter, and that gets you. You know, and, and I think that Walter is must see TV. I feel like you have the veteran tag team in in the new day. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have this young upcoming faction in Hit Row mm-hmm. that they brought in, which I thought was a great move to bring them on up. Yeah. Also, Fox TV being prime time and trying to be current. Mm-hmm. Hit Row fits fits that bill. They are they're cool. They're smooth. Their their uh, swerve is a fantastic. Athlete, you have a tag team in the mix. Yep. One of those guys may be a single star at some point. Yes. The other guy is the other guy is a lot like Xavier Woods mm-hmm. in a way. Shante can be that. Um, B Fab has work to do, but uh, her part in the ring, especially. Yes. But in general, she's cool. Oh, very cool. Right. Yeah. And so the rest of it maybe they can figure out. I also I just feel like that fits when you put Imperium in the mix. Mm-hmm. Then you have another faction, the Bloodline. Yeah is the king, right? And Imperium rolls in, and they have that opposite feel. And it also would allow Roman to tweak a little bit because he's such a heel-heel right now. Mm-hmm. And where the Usos thrive is the, when they're cool heels. Yeah. Right? And Roman can slide into that area fairly easily. Well, he's already there in my book. Did you hear, did you hear when, when he comes out in the ring, dude? Acknowledge me. People go, San Antonio I, went crazy for him. I called that. Mm-hmm. When we first started this, that when they thought that they were, you know, when they were pumping booze in on Roman, they're mm-hmm. not going to boo him. Live crowds aren't going to do that. No, because he's cool. The, the pandemic era was not going to be the same thing. It, you know, you can't control the fact that people like him. The, the every, every bit of that of that promo, all the way to silly San Antonio. There's no Suplex City. Mm-hmm. You're on the Isle of Relevance. Yeah, every bit of it was spot on, and we'll get to that in a minute. Also, elephant in the room, everybody's mad. New day is no longer Biggie. Yeah, I think I have a reason as to why. Can I present my count my counter WWE? What I think WWE is gonna why there's a gap over there now that you mentioned it. Go ahead. Well, you see, right now, their greatest money making star 
is engaged with a short little thing with Bobby Lashley over choking his son unconscious. So next, after he's finished conquering the Almighty, he moves on to finally face Roman Reigns. Oh, so instead of Walter, it's Goldberg. It's Goldberg. (laughs) I'll be so depressed. Yeah. If I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on one set of dung, dung, yeah. dung, and I get Goldberg, oh, my heart oh will drop into my side. You're waiting on Wagner, and you get <laughs> Goldberg. Oh, 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 so sad. But, okay, so here's my thing about Big E, right? Because I heard a lot of, I read a lot of, why on earth would you break up the New Day, blah, blah, blah. Look. because they're stupid. There's a reason, though. Of course there's a reason. Big E is going to be a separate entity. They need him to be a separate entity. They don't want him splitting mic time with two other dudes. What you, you've seen him the last three weeks. Oh, he yeah. opens and closes the show with banger matches. He's had, what, five matches in the last couple of weeks? Mm-hmm. All of them, big man, tough guy stuff. When he is on the microphone, he dominates. Oh, definitely. And when he was in New Day, we didn't know that. You knew he could do the intro. Mm-hmm. You knew he could do the other stuff. But they want – They, I honestly think that when WWE sits down in a meeting and they go, okay, what's the next five years? They say Big E, Roman, and Bianca. But you, but you act like these two, having him in New Day makes that mutually exclusive. Cause I, and I can show you a direct anal- a correlation that – remember – DX, Triple H was not the front man for a long time. Right, but Sean. Sean gone, he brings in other guys, he becomes the front man. The key part of what you said, Sean gone. All you got to do, though, is rotate because here's the thing. Kofi's not, I love Kofi Kingston, but Kofi's never going to get work me on the mic. Kofi can sit back there and chime in every once in a while. Xavier could, but you're not booking Xavier like that anyway. You could put Biggie out in front and still have him with those two and let him do 90% of the talking I, I'm and not, him be in charge. I'm, I'm not saying that it couldn't work the other way or could because the, the bottom line is it has worked the other way because Kofi did it. Mm-hmm. Kofi broke out on his own, and he was the star, and they had his back. The other issue with Big E having partners is he's a larger baby face. He can't be the underdog in any scenario if he's got backup. And you need when he's fighting guys. Well, that's kind of harder. That's because they only have four storylines that they can write, and all those storylines involve <laughs> the hero has to be this, and he has to only do this, and he can be only limited by these sets of. Fair enough, but you you understand why they think. Oh yeah, I understand what they think because right. they have four right. plot lines. Right, but I do believe that they don't want that they want him to be the baby face of the next five years. Mm-hmm. And they don't know, to your point, they don't know how to book that style thing. We've seen him ruin it with Seth. I heard Seth on a podcast. He's in Stone Cold Seth podcast. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't see it. He said, he said, look, I'm, I'm not that baby face. I'm not that underdog guy. He said, I'm six two. I'm real athletic. Mm-hmm. My, my, my wife's hot. You're not just going to say, man, I, I really hope this stuff works out for him. Go get him, buddy. Yeah. That's not how it works for me. No. I'm not the underdog. You know what I mean? And so, and Big E is that Uber. I mean, he's nicer than Seth. As, I, I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I, I assume Seth is a nice guy. 
he is more easily likable. Yeah, he because he has the comedy stuff in yeah. his arsenal that other people don't have. But anyway, so that's where I think we went with that, and I fully understand that you're like, well, that's because they're booking for flaws that they already have. Mm-hmm. They may not even realize their flaws, mm-hmm. but they're booking for flaws they already have. And I agree. But I, I do think that there's a oh, yeah. reason to what they're doing. You know what I mean? Okay, along those lines, let's get right into Biggie and Raw mm-hmm. and how they drafted. I don't want to go through the draft order. I don't think it matters. It's predetermined. No, it's all. Right. I think it's interesting that <laughs> – I think it's interesting that they – the. They totally throw out any logical rules when it comes to a draft. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Raw's longer, so why don't they get more picks? Mm-hmm. Or how do we know, you know, you don't tell me you broke up the tag team. You just break it up by drafting them to different places. And yeah. a different tag team gets drafted and they stay the same. Yeah, and some tag teams get drafted as teams and some teams get split up. And sometimes you just pick two guys out of a three-man group. and sometimes it, Right, but yeah. rather than rather – than Get bogged down in ridiculousness, complete idiocy. Yeah, uh, let's get on to what we've got, which is who did they draft to face Biggie? Because uh-huh. that's if my if theory, if the theory is correct that Biggie's the future, mm-hmm. then the most important thing is who he's fighting, right? Mm-hmm. And so you see, they got Finn Balor over there. Did you think he's going to be fighting Biggie though? No, no. not much. Not much. I don't, I don't. Not for a while, at least. No, I think Edge will get him. It'll be a kind of a bromance type mm-hmm. fight against each other at some point. But I think Edge will lose. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, he's probably done with Lashley. I think Rollins goes into it with. Seth, I think. Yeah. I think Seth loses a crown jewel. I think Seth. Everybody thinks Seth's going to go away, and he steps on Biggie's head Monday night. Yeah. Uh, and then we go into that, and that's where mm-hmm. we get. Probably two months worth of Seth losing and being a jerk about it and mm-hmm. and doing evil stuff. Wearing cool suits. <laughs> yes. Yes. But then I think we get into the the bigger part of what we have here where you have uh, Keith Lee. They have to build to Who? make this work. Keith Lee. I said, I said before, if they miss on Keith Lee being a heel right here, it's the most damning thing you can do to Vince because he's always been able to blame NXT. Uh-huh. He took Lee as a champion that was thriving, grabbed him. We're here. Lee's been hurt. He's at Kobe, all this other stuff. I mm-hmm. get it. We're here. Lee has done nothing. Bearcat. I don't have a problem with him being Bearcat. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. I, I get it. They are paying homage to a former legend or whatever. I, you don't like it at all. Oh, he's stupid. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love that you think it's stupid. But if they miss on Lee being a heel, he was over as a babyface anyway. Yeah. Didn't make any sense. Vince can't. I mean, obviously, he never pays for his sins, but he cannot push this one away. The, Keith Lee needs to be a success. You flipped him. You have your baby face for the future. Lee needs to be the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And if you miss there, it's going to hurt you in the money you make over the next five years. Because he's the one that can. How old's Vince? He won't be around. I mean, I don't, I don't mean it like that. I don't mean it like that. That's my point. Right? I don't mean there it like he's going to die. I mean, here. like, I, I mean it like the show. It's going to hurt the show. He may not be around. See, somebody will have be, be tasked with 
No, I'm, job that's what I'm saying. It, it, he does not care. Mm-hmm. He cares about week to week. He has totally gotten into this whole, like, you know, whatever he can do short term. Mm-hmm. You've got Karrion Cross, who they have to rebuild. I, I thought mm-hmm. they should have drafted him somewhere else. Get got to get Max off of him. Like, redo. What, what what would happen if they show up, if they give him Scarlet right out the shoot? He, would that change everything? It does. It changes his presentation and everything. Well, if he comes out like he did in NXT, you know, dressed right. like a badass, you know, or. He's killing these backstage segments right now. Except for the fact, he does his part, but right. you can tell he's not writing this crap. He's right. getting scripts and he's having to deliver off scripts. And he's, if you go watch some of his interviews and his facts, you know, his behind the scenes stuff, that dude's smarter than most of those people in creative as far as, you know, what his character needs and all that stuff. But, you know, now, they need a get mask. <laughs> but he knew that. Now, we do, we do have an interesting thing in that you have several tag teams that have been drafted to Raw. Mm hmm. And almost all of them feel are a lot of them feel like they're about to break up. Like Randy Orton, how long is Randy Orton and RK Bro? How long does that shelf life last? You think? I don't know because the shelf life of any tag team in WWE is 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 strangely cut all the time, and for no reason. Like whenever they run into a plot hole, they're like, "Hmm, we'll just go to break up the tag team move." So you never can tell. I mean, look at her business. Now they're back together again because. But we're thankful. I guess I'm not thankful because I'm gonna get them this week. Oh wait, they got beat up by Goldberg. Then they then they wrestled for the tag team championships. (laughs) Like 15 minutes later. So you, you you have a point. Okay, so we go into um I got beat up by an old guy and then I wrestled for the tag team championships. He's not human. Goldberg's not human. Three of us versus an old guy. Moving on. <laughs> Rey Mysterio Dominic feel like they're breaking up. They went yes. further into that on SmackDown, and yet we drafted them as a team, right? And then you have AJ almost. I get it. AJ's mm-hmm. raising almost to be uh-huh. the star, and I think that's going to work. And I think when almost is ready, yeah, especially pre almost being ready to be a champ, you can get him in there with Big E, have Big E beat mm-hmm. him because almost isn't ready to be a champ yet, even though he has everything to be one. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool two months. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once AJ decides to let go of that. But again, and then once they break up too, you can have AJ. Mm-hmm. Wrestle him as well. Oh right? my God! Everybody wants that. I mm-hmm. mean, AJ Styles versus almost. Right. Yeah. Come on, man. Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz, they are not really a tag team, but they can be if you want. I just when I look at these tag teams, I see. And here's the thing: How long can they keep Montez Ford in the team? How long they keep Angelo Dawkins in the team? Dude, they're really good. They're both so good. Yeah, and I I, I love them as a tag team, but I also but feel that, like hey. in WWE that limits you so much in yeah. being in a tag team. Right now, I, I think that this year they'll be together. And yeah. I, I think that I think this year will be the year of E Bel Air mm-hmm. and Profits, and then I think post that once they lose a, a big feud to somebody, mm-hmm. they'll split and it'll turn into yeah. something. Who goes he all of those two? 
man, it almost feels like it has to be Ford. And he doesn't I look a, like it. I was about to say, I almost feel like it has to be Dawkins. <laughs> well, it's, I get I, I get where you're coming from because Dawkins seems a little more surly. Yeah, and he's the bigger of the two guys. Right, but doesn't Ford feel like he could totally... Oh, yeah, dude, he could do the Shawn Michaels. I think he would kill it in oh, that Oh, man, role. I want the Rockers moment with those two guys. Yeah. I, want, I want the Montez. There's no problem with the street profits. Oh, boom. You got the smoke. <laughs> now, you have Morrison to help build guys. Once once Big E's finished with Rollins, he can help build guys as well. The middle of your card there, you have Damian Priest. Which I don't see him getting into a thing with Big E. No. But I could see him being a successor to Big I, E. He needs to, if they're smart and I don't, and I worry that they're not, and they don't pull the trigger too fast on him, let him stay in that mid card, beating your good, wrestling your good wrestlers, putting on great matches, mm-hmm. building up who he is. Right. Is what he needs right now. He needs to win feuds. Right. He needs to have. You know, solid interactions with people. He needs to have moments 100%. outside outside of anything other than a mid card belt because mid card belt doesn't really make moments as much as you know just having those great matches and that kind of stuff. Agreed, agreed. Uh, another thing that Seth said in that interview was, you know, he he had a thing with Vince. A lot, it was a fascinating hour and forty minutes because he tells his story and then there's also the way he gets. The way he challenges Vince and how that almost got him fired with Terry Taylor, and, mm-hmm. and, and Hunter had like a go, come to Jesus moment with him. I was like, dude, I don't see anything in you that's special. If you don't figure out how we do things, you're gone. But that was all based on the fact that Dusty had told him, dude, just be yourself. Everything will be fine. He says, best advice I ever got. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, why'd you almost get fired? He said, well, remember that advice Dusty gave me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I challenge Taylor every day because he's old school and I'm not. And that turned into whatever. So eventually figures out their way. And then uh, Joey Mercury says there's a, mid, a middle ground there. You can give them what they want and still be you. I'll show you. I'll help you out. Right. But he was talking about how Vince has him in the office and before his intercontinental run. And he says, um, where's the Seth Rollins that I brought in here? Well, I need that guy to help me with my company. And Seth said, he ain't gone nowhere, dude. You've just given me nothing to stick my teeth into. He said, I'm not, he said, I think this is where he went into the, that I'm not easy to like thing. Mm-hmm. He said, I told him basically, dude, give me the IC title and let me wrestle. They'll like me again. Yeah. Just let me go out there and wrestle. They'll like me again. That's all you got to do, dude. Ring the, you know, like my Adam Cole said, the only thing you got to do to make me special is ring the bell. bell. Right. That's it. And to your point with Priest, he's uber cool. Give him, give him small moments with that. Let him wrestle every night. That's it. Every night that you can. You know, because he's big, tall. He's got a crazy cool moveset. He looks slick, man. Now, he's been wrestling a cautionary part. He's been wrestling Sheamus, who I think is on about a 12 month run of great matches. Oh, spectacular. That's one of the great guys you could put him in the ring with. You need to find another guy like that. He had Morrison before that. Yep. So. You know what I'm you know you got, you got to look around for somebody who's a good in-ring worker who's going to make him uh well they they got Ziggler, they got Rude, they got um Benjamin Alexander. These are great workers. You yeah. know people don't think of them like that. Once Rollins is done with Big E, I see him losing a few to Priest. Mm-hmm. And then you you know what I mean because yeah. that's where cuz 
Big E's going to get the better of Seth every night. Mm-hmm. That's where Seth can sink his teeth in and have a yeah. couple of moments where he gets the better. Because Damien does kind of – Damien's cool, so he might care about things that Seth can put his hands on, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Family pictures. Yeah. Example. Um, moving on, though, women's division, Bianca Belair, the jewel of the company. Yes. Right? They drafted – Ripley, Ash, Lynch, Bliss, Carmella, Nia Jax, Vega, Dewdrop, Brooke, Liv, Mia Yim, Tamina, Tegan. Okay, a lot of this is tag team stuff, right? Mella, Mella and Vega is going to be a tag team, right? Uh, Nikki and – first of all, they split up every women's tag team. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that too? So they're going to have to re-put them together. So I'm just guessing that – Well, they didn't care in the first place. They I'm, were random-ass tags that they put together. <laughs> I'm guessing Knox and, and Yim wind up being a tag team. I'm guessing Vega and Bliss, uh, I mean, Vega and, uh, I said it a second, Mella wind up being a tag team. And I'm guessing that Brooke winds up in a tag team with somebody, right? But what you did do is give her, and they did it again last night. They're allowing her to have Cena moments. Last night they have mm-hmm. a match. And she, no, they have a no. fist fight early, right? Yeah. And they're all perfectly yelling at each other. It's, it's great. She has held her own in all these mic segments with mm-hmm. Becky, which is beyond what I was hoping she could do. Oh, yeah. Um, Sasha's been good on the stick. Sasha's been perfect as the backstabber. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here you have her getting bo- both up on her shoulders. That was nuts, wasn't it? And then when one slips out the back door, she does manage to kick her and put her on the table real quick. And did use Becky as a weapon. No, hit her with no first Beautiful. hit her with the foot. Right. <laughs> yes. But it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. And, and you I, don't have many other females in the division who can do that. Well, no. Except for one, but if she did it, they and, both of the other girls would be in a hospital bed at this point. But that's also why you give her the person you're talking about. That's why you give her Nia Jax. Because yeah. she needs those Cena moments because that's what makes her different. Mm-hmm. The uber-athleticism, the strength, the power. Carrying Otis. Dewdrop. Yes. Is a big, strong competitor. Nia Jax, a big, strong competitor. Tamina, a big, strong competitor. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I love is whenever you want to go, because her wrestling soulmate so far, she's had great, every match she's had has been great Mm -hmm. uh, lately. You know what I mean? But she's been in there with Beck. She's been in there with Sasha. She's been in there with Bailey. So, of -hmm. course. But but she also did it with Bliss the other night. But to me, her wrestling soulmate is Ripley. Yes, they're the they're the same size. Uh, Ripley's not quite uber athletic like her, mm-hmm. but Ripley is strong enough to hold her where she can do the Conrada stuff. Mm-hmm. Like where B- Belair can do that stuff on her, mm-hmm. she's able to do that stuff on Belair. Yeah, they can both be the base of the triangle. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I love the way this is booked for her because she has formidable competition. Mm-hmm. Once she gets through Lynch. You know what I mean? She has these, and Lynch is never going to leave her alone completely. No. And that's probably not bad. She can be sort of like in the window. Every time you need a competitor, Lynch can come get her for the, over the next year. But but a feud with Nia Jax, where she picks up Nia, where she can showcase, like, just, I'm just saying you book her like you book Cena. Yeah. As long as you have Shayna Baszler standing back there in the gorilla position, <laughs> Playing the Undertaker role of, if you screw this up, I'm waiting on you. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Baszler, though, they put her on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And let's dive into that. Yeah. Because 
I'm hopeful. Report, a little bit. Reportedly, reportedly, Fox asked for Charlotte. So it's interesting as to what we have because when I look at this lineup, you got Banks. It's not a murderer's row, right? Uh-uh. You got BFAB. You got Naomi. You got Banks. You got Baszler. You got Zia Lee, Aaliyah, Tony Storm, Shotzi Blackheart, Natalia. What's funny is a lot of that, outside of Charlotte Flair, they went with the new blood, a lot of it. They went with young blood. They went, they like, the fact that they like Naomi, I like. I love Naomi. Because I, what we had where she gets set up in the feud, this feud she's having mm-hmm. with DeVille is, is incredible. Yeah, slow burn, but getting there. And then next week they're going to wrestle each other. We can mm-hmm. get in DeVille back in the ring a little bit. And if she, I, I would like her to keep the dual role. A fighting mm-hmm. boss, for example, would yes. be kind of neat in some sense. I, de- I can deal with that. They can figure it out. Yeah. This is wrestling. It doesn't matter. Shayna Baszler could kind of come in and sort of force her almost. Mm-hmm. I can see that role for her. They could hook up. Yep. So we have Naomi and Naomi can either flip heel or flip to the bloodline, or she goes over clean. On, uh, I'd expect Sonya cheats somehow. Mm-hmm. Like you said, maybe maybe Baszler comes in and helps her. Mm-hmm. And that turns into something right there as Baszler gets to be helped along yes. in her pursuit of a title. And, or, you know, so that would mean Naomi's depressed, boom, she moves into the bloodline and we get that version, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's what I want. But what, I'll take whatever. What if what if we get Sonya Deville? I'm just fantasy booking in my own head here now. Sonya Deville recruits Shayna Baszler and Zia Lee. <laughs> it's well, like they her. won't want a real fight anywhere. No. <laughs> but that crew right there, you had figure out one more person to add in. That's a true wrecking crew. And you've got yeah. like your 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 Legion of Doom four horsewomen. Yeah, right. You know, running roughshod over people. Should be marking everybody. Right. Now, to your point, let's get to the, the Wait, wait, wait. I've got our fourth one to make it just who? EO. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Oscar, I don't read anywhere here. No. So she can show up. Mm-hmm. I would. It feels like she's more needed on SmackDown, but then when you when you look into it, into it, okay, Sasha's obviously her and Charlotte have put on some of the great women's matches of all time. All time, yeah. they'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. But Baszler's the real diamond in the rough here, mm-hmm. right? Because Baszler's the one that Charlotte said a couple weeks ago. You, you cut loose Nia Jax. You get rid of Nia Jax, and you can be what you were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. She said that to her backstage. Putting her on SmackDown with Charlotte is a nice little piece of, uh-huh. oh, I guess you would call it long-term storytelling, although sometimes I forget that exists. Yeah. Um, I like it. I like what Baszler has been booked like recently. They have course-corrected. Thank God. Finally. Right. Same with Bobby Lashley, right? It took him a while, but yeah. eventually they got it. Well, it just seems like, why do we have to go through this period of time at the beginning? Why does it take him so long to figure out you've got a killer? Karrion Cross is in that same spot right now, and I have no doubt in about a year and a half, two years, they will figure out how bad they've screwed this guy up, and they will try to fix it. Mm-hmm. But why do we have to sit through this crap for... Years and months mm-hmm. 
when I don't know how you don't look at Bobby Lashley and see a killer, Shane Baszler and you see a killer, Karen Cross, you see a killer. Mm-hmm. You know. Now you look at this lineup. Natalia's here to train Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, Alea, Zia Lee. That's great. I love that. Is that what it reads like when you look at it? I think so. B-Fab as well. Needs God, Natalia and B-Fab with need to be in the gym every day. Every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. Like I like, want her to be good because like I love Hit Row. Jordan and Pippen had the breakfast club where everybody yes. met and, and worked out. Actually, the story goes that Hunter... When he got to WCW, wrestled Terry Taylor, and Terry said, how long have you been doing this after they wrestled? Mm-hmm. And, T- and Hunter said, you know, a couple of, so many years or whatever, and Terry looked at him and said, no, you haven't. And he said, I'll tell you what, you want to be good at this? Come meet me at the gym in the mornings, mm-hmm. and we'll work. And Hunter did that, and then that becomes, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> be bad. If she wants to be more than just a great manager present. Yeah. If she wants to be. She's got the look. She's got physicality. Absolutely. She's got talk. Everything. She's got to get in the ring moves, though, at least somewhat. I agree. I totally agree. Now, um, I like Zia Lee in here. It was a, it was a shocker. I see Tony Storm and Shotzi Blackheart, and I think of the WWE, and I go, okay, well, they're going to be a tag team. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to be a tag team, by God, you know what we need? Vince, whoever, pony up the money. Get kickstart my heart from Motley Crue so that Tony Storm and Shotzi can ride the tank out to kickstart my heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? No. No. You don't like kickstart my heart? I don't like Motley Crue. It's, it's, it's a different issue. Kickstart my heart? <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's cool. Oh, yeah. Kickstart my heart. Hope it never stops. Do you hear those lyrics? Oh, yeah, oh, wow. baby. Huh? Mm. Mm. Dude, for our sake, for Vince's sake, have you, have you oh, seen Vince oh. lately on stage? Have you got a look at Vince lately? No, no. Dude, for his sake, cut that man a check. Let him go home. <laughs> that poor guy. All right, you sold me on that. That poor guy, if we, if we, if He's still having to go out there and tour. <sighs> I don't think he does have to. I don't. I don't. Him and Ric Flair. Uh, I want to know how many divorces you have. Dude, Vince, that guy's been through a lot, but who's to say Rick at? Now, moving into the island of relevancy, we, like we said, we got, we got Drew, we got Kofi. I'm not going to go through all these names. I will say what leaps out at me is that, like you said, Goldberg or, yeah, or like I said, Walter will probably I slide hope, in God, there. I, hope to not mine. I do like Ridge Holland being here. Sami Zayn, I love, and I love that Roman said publicly, Sami Zayn needs more time and needs mm-hmm. more mic time and needs more programs to be in because he's really talented. Mm-hmm. He said, don't, I think he said something like, don't get me wrong when he's talking to you. Sometimes you just want to walk away from the guy because he drives you crazy, but mm-hmm. that's the role. That's the point. That's the role. Uh, right. Let's, let's back, roll back two seconds here. Rich Holland. Yeah. I like Rich Holland. Yeah. Do you think that they are going to, Without Pete Dunn, without somebody else to talk for him, do you think they're going to be able to utilize him correctly? Oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. I love that guy. I think his upside is huge, but I think they are going to just blow that. Well, Jackson Riker this or something. I don't know. Riker is on a roster. He is? Really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Um, I do think it was interesting that they broke up 
Jinder, Shanky, and, and Veer. I think they, they saw Veer wrestle. He had some really good performances in yeah. his tag matches, and they kind of made Jinder eat the pins. Mm-hmm. I kind of think that they realize Veer is a little better than the other two, uh, so they're going to bring Jinder and Shanky down here and let them be the monster tag team and, yeah. and give Veer a chance to, or like you said about Ridge, yeah. the fear is, yeah. right? There just is more uh, veteran leadership up there to me in the solo division. Like you can wrestle Morrison, you can wrestle Akira, you can wrestle you know, AJ, mm-hmm. you can wrestle guys that can teach you better, a little better. Whereas I feel like Woods, Kofi, and then will be involved in the tag division. You do have Hardy here to help get guys over. You have the Usos. I do think it's interesting how many tag teams you have here. As in, you have Top Dollar and Ashante. You have the Usos. You have Knock and Boogs. I think Knock probably gets a month run at, mm-hmm. gets a month run at Roman and loses, but yeah. still he deserves a month run at yeah. Roman and loses like Cesaro did too. You remember Cesaro, the next big thing? Yeah, that guy. Right, okay. Is he still wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, he wrestled the other night. How had a do? banger last night. He did have a banger last had night. Had a banger last night. In and... the first round? Mm-hmm. In the first round? So, so of course, he's going to make it at least mm-hmm. a little, little run here, make it a little deep into the tournament. Mm. Well, Finn, though. Yeah. Finn's good. Yeah, but why did you stick Cesaro versus Finn your first how, who else is in this tournament that you couldn't have stuck Cesaro and made Finn like Cesaro Finn like the the semifinal semifinal round? I get it. I get give it. him one win to get up. I'm not saying right. he's got to win a thing, but now Carilla and Garza, I love that they put them together. They have been yes. good together. It is, I, I, dude, Carillo, I'm interested in finally. Mm-hmm. I've always been like, wow, that was a really neat move. But now yeah. I'm interested. Ricochet coming over here to this roster, I like. I want to see something from him. Yeah, you know, I want to see. I, I, we get to see the moves again. Here's the thing: he he's he falls into that Seth Rollins umbrella too. If you just go put him in matches, people love him too. Yeah, all you gotta do to get that guy over, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Mm-hmm. He'll get over. Right. He don't have to talk. He don't really need to do any of that stuff. Yep. All he has to do to get over. Is wrestle. He's a superhero, folks, and you're letting him sit there and job for you. Now, I did think, going back to the two shows, because I think we've gone through the rosters pretty thoroughly. Going back to the two shows, I thought that over the last few weeks, we have seen Big E wrestle in uh, very good things. The, the, the crap they did with Drew and him this week to mm-hmm. set up him and Drew later on, whatever. I mean, that's, I guess, I guess that's Zig's role now is to go out there and be the buffoon. And I thought Zig did a good job in that Ziggler, segment, but Ziggler is top notch, whatever you give him right. to do. I thought that Charlotte versus Bianca was great. I mm-hmm. got that the ending, I get that they're not letting us have endings in these matches. It frustrates me a little, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I also have been blown away by how good these matches are that Bianca's in with all of these performers mm-hmm. and that is great. Now, going to this night, though, it was a King of the Ring tournament on Friday night. Started it, yeah. And I thought that Mella Liv was whatever. It was fine. Again, no, no here's, here's a, here's a, I have an issue with it. Go ahead. Go ahead. They pumped up Liv, Liv for us for a little bit and then get, took her away. Took her away again. And Carmella, who won most of their matches in the lead up because they were supposed to, Liv was supposed to go over and be the, you know, they ran all this stuff. And then immediately dump it again. It's just what are we doing? Boggling. What are we doing? I don't know if it's fifty-fifty booking or just stupid. (laughs) It just bugs the mess out of me. It's it's the 
Vince McMahon goes through the trouble to make me give a crap about somebody, and then he just snatches it. Like, right. Vega and kickstart my heart, Tony Storm. Yes. Yes. It was all right. It was fine. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Code Reddit finish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like Vega. I wish she would get more wins. I think she's a great wrestler. You know, I like Tony Storm too. But, you know, I was, I'm glad Vega got a win. Right. Of course. Now, um, more push than Cesaro. Interesting in that they do have Mella and Vega. Moving along, and they have been kind of together. Huh. Should be interesting to see how that works. But moving right along, they had the the contract signing. We talked about it. It wound up being chaotic, as these things always are. And I liked the chaos on this one. We had Mysterio and Sammy put on a fantastic matchup mm-hmm. until the weirdness at the end, but they're telling the story of the breaking up of the tag team, which we've already kind of talked breaking about. Breaking up a father and son Dumb. or adopted father. Stolen. Uh, wait, before we go on, yeah. I, I did see an internet article about with Dominic where people were like interviewing Dominic that made me like Dominic a lot more. As just as he was talking about, did you read the article where he's talking about how his school teachers in the third grade were asking him if it was there was real custody? They like called his parents up to the school <laughs> to find out if this was like. The whole Eddie and uh, Ray thing. Who, I was like, dude, Don, Don like, uh, he was like, man, I just loved it because I was getting to be out of school. I was riding my, I was getting to ride my bike around these big arenas and hang out with my dad, and, <laughs> and the kids at school were. <laughs> that is great. Oh my god! So Don tries to untie the turn. Uh, uh, Sammy unties the turnbuckle. Dom tries to put it back. Ray thinks he's about to get dis- get Ray disqualified. Sammy shoves him in there. Boom, roll up one, two, three. It works. Yeah. It works easy. Sammy ver- I, Sammy moves on. Actually, both these men's matches were bangers. Mm-hmm. Very good matches. Uh, walk ending on the one. Clean finish on the fin. More importantly, Roman gets in the ring and just slays this segment uh, he shuts down the crowd, like we said, with the Island of Relevancy comment. He puts Paul in this. He does the the classic abusive relationship mm-hmm. to Paul Heyman, where he Paul explains why Brock is such a liar and how it proves the fear. And then he says, and she says, you know, many things I you can accuse me of being, but I'm not stupid. But I'm not stupid. And nobody's ever said that. Right? Yeah, right. And then Paul when, Heyman, man. But then when he goes to t- dude, at the one point where Roman grabs his face as he's talking, uh-huh. and like cups it and holds it still. Yes, it's so it's very mobby. Yeah, it feels very. <laughs> yeah. I think that Roman watched Godfather <laughs> and Sopranos and some other stuff to really mm-hmm. get some cool, like the way he just talks, man. He doesn't yell. Uh-uh. He, does, he, does, he just barely he puts some bass in his voice when he wants to show that he's real last, serious. Last week in the back back in the hit Roman's room mm-hmm. segment where he did finally scream, you did see how he was almost ashamed that he let his emotions get the better of him. Mm-hmm. Like that. He pulled it back immediately. Yeah. Uh, here when Paul is going to tell him that obviously you're going to win, he says, "Don't tell me." Tell the camp, tell Brock. Brock. And then Paul just lays it on thick and falls on hands and knees. And the looks that Roman is giving Paul behind his back while he's doing it. Dude. Yeah. 
All yeah. of it worked. It is so good. I love you. My, my cousins love you. And give credit where credit is due. Paul Heyman, man. Oh, dude. Midas touch, man. If you let him run this stuff for you, he's not going to put stuff bad on TV. And Paul is he is claiming that this is the most important work of his career, which is well, he'll do that. And next thing, complete BS. But it's just so Paul Heyman, and he will sell it to you. Speaking of though, the best work of his career, Seth freaking Rollins. The the finish dude to kind of run this thing out. Oh, dude, yeah. At the end of the show, he comes out and he has promised to hold the show hostage or whatever at the end if Edge doesn't show up. And he gets out there and he lays it down. Edge can't be trusted. And Edge is not who he says he is. He's let you people down now. He didn't just let me down. He let you down. He didn't just let you down. He let his family down because Mm -hmm. I literally invaded his house. Mm -hmm. And he's not here. And Edge comes out. And Edge does the standard, I'm going to attack from his Escalade. And he breaks the thing off, and you think, okay, he's going to get Seth, Seth in, the, in the hold that he's got, uh-huh. the Uso fan, the bloodline in, and the mouth with the bar across it. And then Seth escapes with a shot to the neck. And that's the part you can't overlook because mm-hmm. when he hit, a lot of times if he would have hit Edge like that, Edge wouldn't have let go of the grip, but because mm-hmm. of the neck injury, right? Oh, no and and Edge, as mad as he is, he still has to check his head a couple of times and turn back and look. And when Seth sees that, he sells that the fear is gone. All of a sudden, he realizes, oh yeah, uh huh, I've got my shot. Oh yeah, he's got a bad neck. But when Edge screams, "Hell in a cell!" Yeah, Seth for a moment is like, "Yeah, I got him," and then he realizes. He's in a cell with a dude that wants to kill him. Yeah. The, the Rorschach line. Yeah. I'm not locked in here with you. You're locked in here with me. <laughs> right. Right. And we go away and Seth looks scared. And it's, and, it, and Edge is, I mean, he is, he, he does crazy eyes really, really well. Oh, dude. Excited about this. I kind of, uh, the WWE only thing is I would, totally throwing at us. Screw all your morality. You have to watch this. Yeah. I, I used to, <laughs> I, the only thing I would have changed is just because I like, I think it was pretty standard. What I, I would have, I would have had Edge like the cut, the camera cut instead of him driving up in the Escalade would be like pan, like Edge standing there and then panning back and seeing Becky laid out on the ground or something crazy, dude. dude. A couple like of, you crossed me. You did not know what you you were at. You crossed the line that you did not under comprehend how bad it was going to get. A couple of people on uh, on Twitter said he should have been in Iowa tearing up his sets. wrestling school. This CrossFit gym. Oh, that would have been perfect. <laughs> See, either one of those things, I would have marked out a lot more for it. Right, or if he'd this been was, in there, to sure. It was, but, Seth did a great job of it. Edge did a great job of it with the you know three court loss that right. they were given. Right. But I was I was kind of hoping for more like Psycho Edge. Like, all right, right. You, you have you wanted this. Yeah. You really wanted this. Right. But if Seth would have been in there, but if Edge would have been in Iowa dropping wrestlers, uh-huh. Seth would have been like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I got their money already. Yeah. Of <laughs> course, my CrossFit gym. Yes. See, like, if there's like, I'm, I'm 100% sure that Incest CrossFit gym is a picture of him in those white tights that he wrestled. Yeah. Seen it's in, like burning down his church. Standing on the turnbuckle with his arms out crossed. Yes. 
I'm a hundred percent sure that that picture is in his CrossFit gym. And either that or Ed should open up a donut and shop he, across the street from his coffee shop. Or, no, for his uh, CrossFit gym. <laughs> okay. Like and have the donut like every day. The donut smell. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make all your students fat. <laughs> The ultimate revenge. The real, the real revenge. The real revenge. Yes. Okay. And um, another thing that's interesting to me is they did they did immediately bring Stevenson. That that's what we talk about as far as the shows go. I, I enjoyed the shows, but like you said, they weren't blow away performance shows. The, a lot of the mat wrestling was very good. A lot of the wrestling was also a story for a bigger thing, which is Crown Jewel mm-hmm. or or the, the moving of the bodies. Yeah. So I think we focused on what we needed to focus on other than Stevenson. I do have one thing I've got to go ahead because I haven't got to talk about it yet. Yes. Madcap Moss is the epitome of go home heat to me. Makes my eyes hurt. He makes my ears hurt. He annoys me. He makes me want to turn the channel. Piggybacking on your point, I have never been more happy with – Corbin than this last couple of months. Even the happy Corbin. Uh-huh. Especially the happy Corbin. Uh-huh. And then Moss happened. And you can see where Kevin Owens, the rumors started where Kevin is leaving. Oh, or yeah. might be leaving. And all of a sudden he starts losing uh, squashes. But not just squashes to Corbin. Squashes to Corbin and this idiot. Yeah. And it's not even like... Corbin was great by himself, and then they bring in Moss with him, and it, and it, it ruined everything. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, oh well, a little bit of salt's good. We'll put in more salt. No. no. Not always. No. That's, that's not how that works. Remember when Kevin Owens took on the bloodline single-handedly and almost made it look right? Yeah, now he's looking up Now he's looking up at Moss and Corbin giggling? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, I get it. He might be leaving. I get it. You know what I mean? But come on. Let's bury him. <sighs> Oh, I hurt my feet. Just hurt me at my soul. And I was loving what was going on. Nothing, yeah. nothing pisses you off more than when a storyline is going in your direction. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if if the you know me if the, if the ending isn't what I want, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Figure they'll figure it out. It's it's a three sixty five storyline. Yeah. And if they don't, whatever. The story was good. The ending wasn't what I wanted. That's that's part of it. That's part of being a wrestling fan. Yeah. But when you have something that's beautiful and you screw it up for no reason and it's not mm. an ending, it's in the middle and it's just like, well, we, we're paying this guy and he's uber athletic and we don't know what to do with him. And he laughs really annoyingly. I don't think that's his laugh. No, that's what I'm saying. Nothing about everything about it when Corp, that's the key. Pity me, Corbin, happy Corbin by himself. The key to that whole thing was it felt like Corbin. It did. It felt all of it. This doesn't. No. They suddenly turned it from who you are to camp. Mm-hmm. And even worse. Yeah. You know, and that and that sucks because yeah. that was that was really one of my favorite things going on right there. But moving on. Uh Stevenson, the the Olympical medalist, has signed. They did not put him in developmental. They've shot him up. It's odd. I don't think that's a good idea for him or the company. Unless they're planning on doing what you're talking about with BFAB and having him work. Is he going to get his own little developmental program around him while he's traveling? Like Kind of like uh, Dominic did. 
Yeah. And that guy's it, obviously more – I mean, I like Dominic, but no, I don't. He's okay. I, I, my opinion of him has gotten better. Yeah. But, uh, he's, uh, but Gable Stevenson's obviously a physical anomaly. Right. The dude is a, is a monster. Right. He'll, he'll tear anybody apart in real life. But there, you, you and I know both know there's a huge difference between that and being able to wrestle a professional wrestling match. Right. Now, here's the question. I know that outside of the ring, you put him with Gable. Mm-hmm. On the show, do you put him with Gable? Because Otis feels like he's just about ready to be a, be a heel with just a manager. Mm-hmm. Would you put him in there and let, like, can you take the chance on taking a gold medalist and making him a heel right out the shoot? Was Kurt Angle, what was Kurt Angle when he came in? I can't even remember. I, Dude, I think he was a face, but nobody liked him. Yeah, so I they, think the he, crowd turned him heel because it was quick. the same thing that happened with with all of them. Eventually, you know, if if somebody's perfect, it's hard to like them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the problem you have with with so many like and, Charlotte and, Flairs and yeah. things like that. They're just well, and, perfect. Recognizing that somebody's more natural as a you know, and fun as a bad guy than they yeah. are as a. Yeah, well, that's when Kurt became Kurt, obviously, yeah. right? Um, so that's a wrap, man. Mm-hmm. For my man Justin, for me, KP, this has been a Go Home Heat production. We appreciate you checking us out. Check out our friends at the Game Project, com. Check out the Daily Smart. It's your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling. And Justin, go home.